Welcome to the Kiss My Crown podcast. Now, this is the place for women who want to have it all and then some. This is about mindset. This is about manifestation and everything in between. My job here is to empower you to become the queen of your world, just like you deserve to be. I'm your host, Natasha Mundy. Hello, darlings. How are you? And welcome to this week's episode of the Kiss My Crown podcast. And of course, I am your host, Natasha Mundy, and I am so glad to be here with you today. And yes, I know there was not an episode last week. We took a little week break. We were a little hectic with some stuff. And I just, instead of trying to push it in and and that, and I felt like, you know, like a lot of the times of this content, like I'm always inspired to really record these podcasts because they're, um, you know, I would say messages that are channeled from the universe, right? You know, like I have something to talk about. And last week I just did not, which is very rare for me because I always have something to say. And, and I just wasn't being called or drawn to speak about anything. So I didn't. And I just took that as that little bit of a sign to have that week off and just be like, mm-hmm, okay, no problems. <laughs> but here we are. Oh my gosh, what is going on? So the Kiss My Crown Wild. Well, I've got to give you a little update on that. So my life includes many things. I don't just run one business. I actually run like have my own business, which is Kiss My Crown Academy. And then I also run um, jointly with my husband, our wrestling business, which is Athlete Championship Wrestling. And yes, that is exactly how it sounds. We run live professional wrestling shows, you know, think like WWE style wrestling, but we do that locally here in Adelaide. And on top of running these live shows, we also have an academy where my husband trains people to wrestle. He's a very, very amazing trainer. I'm very good at what he does. Um, one of our graduates has just got a scholarship over to New Zealand for the Farley Dojo to train under New Japan. So, um, really cool stuff that we do. And, and I probably haven't shared that with you guys because obviously like I do like a lot of mindset stuff, but I think it's important to share this with you guys because I'm a multifaceted person. I am a multi-passionate person and I have lots of interests and things that I do that are not just revolved around the Kiss My Crown Academy. Now, you know, the podcast of the Kiss My Crown Academy is still running the self-love club for the Kiss My Crown Academy. Still loving that's what I absolutely love to do. But being a, what I call a manifesting generator, if you're into human design or um, if you're not, go look it up. If you are, you'll know what I'm talking about, but I'm a a manifesting generator, which means that I am in fact multi-passionate and I have the ability to do multiple things. But what I have learned in my life is that when I am focused on my passion or something, that's where my energy needs to go. And right now that energy needs to go back into the wrestling business that we're um, running and of course my own sort of journey there so it just means like new stuff for the kiss my crown academy at the moment is just on hold but um you know when i'm feeling really inspired to create then i'll be all in on that too so it doesn't really you know my business still runs they both still run they've always you know like i said the adelaide championship wrestling has been running for i don't know since oh i want to say 2013 maybe 2014 um so but you guys just didn't know that I did it. That's all. <laughs> and now I'm sharing it. And the reason why I'm sharing it is because I like to share everything. <laughs> I want to share all of me. And I want you guys to know all of me as well. Always. And 
you know, there's that transparency and, you know, that authenticity. So you know who I am. Um, and part of the reason I'm sharing that now is because I'm on a journey with wrestling at the moment, which is really, really exciting. So, and that's sort of a little bit what I want to talk about today. But what I want to actually talk about today is it's not just that particularly, it is about life coming full circle. That's what we're talking about today because I've definitely been in a season and I've talked about it over the last few episodes about, you know, things from the past coming back. You know, I was talking about my love of surfing coming back because that was a part of me and old friends coming back into my life and and things like that, you know, like and I really felt that I was being taught this lesson and it just has seemed to have been a theme of, yeah, full circle. And I guess the reason why this has come up for me is, you know, like I've quite openly shared that I am in, you know, my spiritual awakening and, you know, and sometimes it gets really heavy here and sometimes it just feels so light and so amazing and so expansive. It's beautiful. Um, but it's both, you know, and, you know, the full circle moment is about, I guess, finishing things or making peace with things or getting closure on things that I hadn't in the past, which includes some of these people, which includes some of these situations like surfing, wrestling is another one. And I'll talk a little bit about that in a minute as well. Um, you know, like old arguments with my husband that we've been having for a long time over things that had happened in the past and actually, you know, saying, yep, that happened. Now let's, now what do we do about it? You know what I mean? And just getting this like real sort of closure over things that, you know, happened years ago. Like it just, that we'd been avoiding talking about and avoiding, you know, confronting or dealing with that obviously caused long going issues as well um, in a relationship. So, man, the past 24 hours have been... The past 48 hours have been really fucking hectic, let me tell you. And a wave of emotions of as well, of like from fucking high as high to low as low yesterday. And, you know, and I know I've got another one coming up next week. So next week is the anniversary of my friend who died. And, you know, that's something that I've never really come to terms with or dealt with either. So I sort of want to now. Um, yeah, so as you can imagine, it's been like this sort of, I don't know, it's been this time frame, it's been a week, it's been full on, it's been really, really full on dealing with this stuff. And as I said, it's been poking its head up, but I'm looking at it for the lessons that it's teaching me as well. And, you know, and I've been saying this a lot, especially on social media is probably for the first time in my life, I actually feel like I'm who I'm meant to be and that I'm all of me. You know, that I get to embrace all these parts of me, including my shadow self, the not so shiny parts, the parts that, you know, you're sort of told are not good. And I get to embrace those and have those. And it is such a powerful, powerful feeling. So that is what we're talking about today. That's what's been going on. Oh, my God. It's just absolutely insane. So and I do think that the universe has a really funny way of bringing this stuff into your life, all these lessons. And if you haven't learned the lessons before, because I feel like they are lessons of history repeating itself, then it's, 
you know, you get them again until you fucking learn them. Mm -hmm. Or talk about them or deal with them or get the closure that you need, whatever it is. That's what they're sort of there for. And it's a beautiful thing because it does allow you to, as, oh my God, you know, as raw and as, I don't know, just confronting as they can be, the peace that you get from dealing with it. And that's my, you know, that's my issue. Like I have, I like to think that as things come up now that I do typically deal with them now in the moment, I feel the emotions, I work through them. I don't try and stuff them away like they don't exist. But what I hadn't done is I hadn't done that to the stuff before I was like this, right? You know, but so before I'd learned this lesson of how to look after myself and how to like be in these emotions, which, you know, really for me has only happened in the last couple of years. So you think everything before that, you know, like I had really, it's all, it's been like a volcano, right? Where I've just stuffed all this stuff down. Like, and I, like I said, I would close off, you know, if something happened, I would close off and I would pack up that part of my life and I would walk away. And, you know, like, and, and I'd close those parts of myself off too, you know, like whether it was the surfing or, you know, I'm trying to think what's else come to my head, even wrestling at a point, like it just, some things happen and then you don't, and I don't deal with it. And I just put it away. Like it never existed and it never happened. And then it just bubbles up to the surface, obviously eventually. And it erupts like a fucking volcano. And that's where we are, where I have to get to a point of dealing with it. Now, I'll just give you a little history too with what happened, say, for example, with wrestling. Is that back in, I want to, I started training at the end of 2015. I made my debut, uh, debut in 2016. And by 2018, so I'm very goal orientated. And when I have a goal on my mind, that's all that it matters to me. And I don't think about anything else at all. Like it just, I am single. I can be so singularly focused where I just like eat, breathe, sleep this goal. And I was like that from the moment that I started wrestling training. I had this one goal that I wanted to be a champion. And so from 2015, end of 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, I just busted my balls to make that happen. And, and, you know, and I had so many obstacles in my way that that was really at, at times it was a reality that that was not going to happen for me. Like we didn't have any women for me to wrestle and, and all this sort of stuff. And I was like, well, how's this going to work? And so then I created my own opportunities by, you know, stepping up and saying, Hey, well, I'm going to wrestle the men. I'm going to wrestle like men. I'm going to wrestle with the men. I'm going to be one of them and I'm going to prove myself. And I did. And I ended up winning a title. The only girl in a tournament of men and it was and that was 2018 and that was the most amazing moment of my life I've got the video there of when I won it a speech I made like it just it still brings tears to my eyes that's how much I feel about it and that same year after that happened I was diagnosed with autoimmune disease and some weird shit started happening to my body that is really almost unexplainable. And what would started happening is I started getting these sort of 
it actually happened just before I won the title, to be honest, but I didn't realize what it was. It wasn't until later on, I think like 2019, that we started working out that there was a fucking problem. And I started getting these random injuries. And at first we just thought they were like random. So I'm talking like things like bursitis. So I'd get bursitis in my elbows. My elbows would fill up with fluid like golf balls. Um, it ended up with this massive hematoma on my knee. And then I was getting bursitis in my shoulders and then found out I was having, I had degeneration of both my shoulder joints and it was just all these things. And I had a history of knee issues as well. So, you know, you look at my early days of wrestling anyway, and my knees were always taped up because I had issues with both my meniscus on both sides of my legs, which is not from wrestling, mind you, that was from netball. A lot of priests, you know, like standing conditions were from netball anyway, let's be honest, but what happened is, is every, towards the end, especially my last few matches, I kept getting injured. My shoulders would go. I would get hurt really easily. Like, and not, you know, like I was, like, I'm a tough cookie, right? Like I'm a tough fucking cookie. And when I was in the ring, I was a tough fucking cookie. I was doing fucking, at 35 years old, I'm doing fucking top crossbodies from the top rope, you know, like jumping off and jumping on opponents and, and doing all this stuff. I didn't have that level of fear. I just did it and I was fine and then all of a sudden you know the wind would blow the wrong way and my shoulder was out you know and this is how they started becoming these random sort of injuries right and same with my knee it's just like just walk past like a ring post and bam my knee's blown up like and I'm out for six weeks with this hematoma that won't go away you know like it was just random and weird and, and my body just kept my body just kept failing on me you know, it didn't matter what I did. And then by the end, it was the last two matches that I had in a row as I got injured my shoulder both times in those matches. And and it was bursitis in these shoulders. And and it was out of nowhere. There was no reason for it. Like it just, I had done what I had do, was doing a thousand times before. So why it started happening, I don't know. And so then at that point, I started developing a lot of fear as well. So it became, it's not like, you know, physically I can't, do this and then mentally I was afraid of doing it because I was afraid of getting hurt and you just you cannot be like that in that so in the end it ended up forcing me forcing my hand where I had to quit and I had to quit on my second title reign you know so I had to retire the title like hand back the title and I had to quit doing the thing that I loved the most and I'll be honest and it's not just the thing I loved the most it's the thing that saved my life you know, when I went to wrestling in 2015, I was at my lowest. And this is when I always tell you, this is when my life turned around was in 2015. And this is when I started working on my mindset. But, you know, probably what I don't say is that it was wrestling that forced me to do that, you know, like where I had to do that. And, and I knew like when I was down, when I was at the lowest of lows is that I needed to do something to get way out of my comfort zone so that I could help myself to rebuild the confidence that I had just lost because at this point in 2015 and I've shared that story that that was my rock bottom and I was a shell of myself and I had been mentally manipulated and I had just lost all sense of like well-being I'd lost all sense of like mental stability like I was just a fragment of who I was I was just a shell just walking around the show I'd lost all my self-esteem it was you know it really was like how I was when I was in my first relationship 
with an abusive partner like I and I didn't have that level of confidence that's how how I felt in that sort of moment that's how I can like I liken it to mentally like I was just fucked (laughs) in other words I was fucked and it was that moment I knew I needed to start doing something different this is where I started with that gratitude and then my next step is that I decided I was going to go to wrestling and don't get me wrong I've been around the wrestling business since 2009 and you know I had done a little bit of training in the past but I never quite got there like I it was only very minimal um you know I got put in a match way too early and I fucking then hated it and so then I was just like a I was a valet like if any of you have ever watched old school WWE it's talking like Miss Elizabeth sort of stars I was a valet and I loved doing that and then I was always involved you know, on that side of things, the behind the scenes is running the business side of things once we opened it. And, you know, from there, so I decided, you know, wrestling was this thing that I had felt like I had, I guess, failed at the first time and I didn't I didn't want to live with regrets like that. So I decided, you know, like I was like, oh, you know what, I'm not surfing anymore. I need to do something that really pushes me outside of my comfort zone because I need to learn to rebuild that confidence back I need to get that confidence back and so I I went into wrestling and wrestling allows you this beautiful opportunity to do that right like wrestling training was probably one of the hardest things that I've ever ever done in my life um because it's just unlike anything else that you will ever do it's uh, you know it doesn't have like a set set of rules or like you're playing netball or like a soccer or something and you have a set position and this is what it's expected of you it's unpredictable right and it's not just you have to work on the physical aspects you have to work on the performance aspects and you have to work on your character and telling a story and you know it's like a very creative outlet and it's just so much that goes into it you know like you know like our snow like once said you know anyone can be a wrestler any you can pick a monkey off the street and he could be a wrestler but to have what you need to be is a worker and this means that you know you're doing more than just going out there and doing some fancy you know flips and shit is that you are actually going out there and telling a story and you're captivating the fans because that's what they're going for is to you know escape some reality for a little while like going to watch a movie is you need to be able to captivate that and work with that and it's a live audience and you work with it on the fly and it, it so it was one of the most challenging things that I ever did and you know I remember the first few weeks of training I had my nose broken you know and then then again I had sort of was learning how to get out of the ring properly and I was too close to the ring and I scraped my leg on an eyelet and you know cut my leg open from like and it really badly like it put me out for six weeks yeah because I had to um it was so deep that it got that it had to heal from the inside out and the lady that I initially saw did, didn't want to do stitches which she should have and then that made it a lot worse and all that sort of stuff but anyway I digress um you know and I guess what I was saying is that at that time as too with that wrestling training I put in my blood sweat and tears literally into that ring you know I was you know I would end up crying every session because I get so frustrated myself I couldn't do something and obviously I was training with the boys um, because, you know, at the time we had one girl who trained specifically with me at a time, but not necessarily with the boys like I did with the rest of the time. That was all additional training for me. And, yeah, it was it was a journey, you know, like it was a journey and it just forced me to be something so much more and... Of course, when you're then doing wrestling as well and you start getting into being on shows and 
and stuff like that. It was also about character work, you know, like it's about a character. And I think, you know, in a way, like I said, wrestling sort of saved my life because it forced me outside of that comfort zone to start doing things that I would never even believe possible for me to do in the first place. And, you know, in the strength, you know, I learned how strong I am by doing that. And then, of course, you know, came developing a wrestling character, which I have. Her name is Riley. You can look me up on Instagram. It's Riley ACW if you want to. Um, if that's your thing on the tiki tock as well, you can, I'm all there. I'm all there. But, you know, so I had to develop obviously a alter ego persona. And when I came in, I got to come in as a bad guy, which was probably really cool because I had been so broken, you know, that it just, I really, you know, so of course the character that I developed is the character that I developed is probably the woman that I've become now. Like she was a total fucking badass, you know, like she ain't taking no shit. She is the queen of fucking wrestling. Like she was just, you know, amazing. And, um, and I loved her and she's such a huge part of my life, my whole entire life, you know, and, you know, and I got to, when I was performing, I got to do that. I got to be, I got to escape who I am for just a moment to become her but little did I know that that you know is now what I teach in the sense of embodiment right you know what I was doing there without knowing it this is before I learned about you know the mindset stuff the manifestation stuff and all that sort of stuff is that I was doing embodiment work I was embodying this other version of myself (laughs) you know this confident this like take no shit you know like woman I was just embodying my future self without even realizing it, which is like the coolest thing. So there you go. Wrestling's like manifestation. You heard it here first. Um, and yeah, so he taught me, that's what I mean. Like it really, really saved my life and it, and it always has. And even in, you know, so obviously, as I said, I had to hang up the boots. Can't even remember when I did that. 2020, 21, maybe 21. Um, you know, and COVID just about killed it right you know like you know we came back I've only been able to run shows at half capacity and all this sort of stuff but you know uh, you know leading up to having all that fear and then COVID hitting and then having all that time off outside of the ring I can't tell you like that killed me and that made I couldn't come back from that like I really really couldn't come back from that and and that's when I had to retire and to have to give up something that you love so much is the most devastating thing that you could ever ever have to do like it just feels like it gets taken away from you and you know the thing that sort of helped your mental health the thing that you know like just helped you get through so much fucking shit the thing that helped you to embody like your future self the thing that helped you to like express who you are and by the time that I was hanging up my boots as well I was you know what they call a baby face I was the good guy by that point I'd turned from the the bad girl to the good guy and you know I had little kids who looked up to me and you know women who looked up to me and I felt like too in that moment just not like I was being letting myself down but I was letting them down as well and and I was letting that part of the business down in the sense that I'd really built something I had made a legacy that made us different from everyone else and we couldn't do that anymore like it just 
it was just, it was heartbreaking. It was absolutely heartbreaking. I mean, afterwards, you know, like I said, I'm still involved. I'm the general manager. I'm on the mic, you know, like, and and I still get to be around the audience and they still love me and, and all that sort of stuff, which is, you know, amazing. And, and I love that. And I still obviously, you know, run behind the scenes of the business as well. But, and then I went to dancing because I still needed to do some level. I love performing. Like, I think that's what I really realized is how much I love performing and being out in front of an audience and just feeding off of that energy. Like, I love it. I live for that. And yeah, it was just, it was really, it was fucking tough. It was, yeah, I could, it was heartbreaking to just have something taken away from you like that before you're ready. You know, like I know that I'm not going to be able to do, I always knew I was never going to be able to do it forever, but it would have been nice to be able to go out on my terms, not because my hand was forced and not as I'd just come out of what was my peak, you know, like, Oh, it was just a lot. So, but, you know, here we are and we're talking about full circle moments. And as some of you may know, is that what I've been doing is I have been doing, so a lot of these issues, like when I talk about that, we're wrong with my body, is when I went and saw a naturopath as well. I was like, my body is just riddled with inflammation. Like it's in my blood, like, like my body is just inflamed you know, and I'm suffering from all this inflammation and I'd had a lot of issues, you know, and the issues were in my, what felt like my joints, you know, like, so I couldn't squat down. I couldn't, you know, my knees would hurt, my shoulders hurt, my elbows hurt, you know, like it was all this sort of stuff. So I really had to stop what I was doing. And, um, and even with dance, like it did affect me in dance as well. Like I was able to do most things in dance, but I definitely wasn't able to like, you know, what, a booty drop or a, sorry here in Australia we call it <laughs> I'm so sorry if this offends anyone we call it a slut drop <laughs> you know and it's where you sort of drop down all sexy and then like sweep your ass up which come up definitely could not do that can't do that with my knees my ankles um at all you know like and obviously you know with the stuff that was going on with the autoimmune as well there was obviously a lot of it caused my weight to balloon up for no reason despite you know doing the same sort of stuff that I was doing it's just like it's been a whole thing anyway early this year so I think we're about three months in now but we decided to do my hubby and I someone suggested to my hubby to try the carnivore diet and so then of course my hubby suggested it to me and I've been doing it for three months now haven't looked back loving life um amazing now the first couple of weeks were hectic as fuck it was really hard by the first month you're like I hate me I'm so over this and what the carnivore diet is is you know it is literally eating meat and some animal products you know like milk cheese you know low lactose energy uh animal products and obviously water and salt we and I use a bit of garlic and stuff like that as well and you know butter things like that and the reasoning behind so when I had a look at it is one particular girl and I do not know her name but she has coined um, the lion diet so if you look that up if that's something of interest so she had autoimmune disease and so she went on what she calls a lion diet which is a lot more probably strict than what I'm doing as a carnivore um, where she would only eat uh, like meat but like beef and lamb and maybe a bit of venison I believe that's it salt and water that is literally it and she was able to 
basically put her autoimmune disease in remission. And the, the sort of reasoning behind it is because it takes out like a lot of the stuff from your diet. And this is including things like you're obviously taking out sugar, carbohydrates you were taking out, um, even using like vegetable oils and all that sort of stuff. Like I don't use any of that sort of stuff. Um, soft drink, you know, the whole the whole lot. It's almost like an elimination diet, but on full on steroids. And I went into, you know, so when I started looking at that, I'm like, do you know what? I got nothing to lose, you know, because I want to feel better than what I've ever felt before. I, I really want to be able to try this and to see if this helps because I've tried everything else when it comes to this, you know, mystery autoimmune disease and all this sort of fucking bullshit, right? And you get fucking over it, really fucking over it. And when I went on this diet as well, it was never about weight because you know that I sit here and preach self-love regardless of whatever the fuck is going on. But for me, it was about feel like I, I just know that I was like, I have to be able to feel a different way where I just feel amazing. I want to feel amazing again, you know, like I want to have energy, like I'm tired all the time. My joints hurt. Like I just, you know, I can't, I don't, I don't have that energy to exercise. And when I do, like, it makes me feel awful, like as in depletes me, not like I've done exercise and my muscles help awful like I feel today, but rather of like, they they would feel heavy and like depleted and like more injury issued than anything else. So three months ago, I decided to jump on it, give it a go. And now I don't look back because my God, um, the results that I have had are fucking incredible. You know, fucking incredible. I wake up at seven o'clock every morning and I'm awake. I have my first coffee in the morning and I am awake and I have energy. And that energy lasts me throughout the whole day. The whole, like I can go all day. Like I've got energy to go until I go to bed, you know, and then I sleep fucking amazing. I don't have these crashes up or down, you know, like, so, you know, like, cause I'm not eating that carbs and stuff like that, you know, like, so at lunchtime I'll have lunch and then that energy just keeps me going. You know what I mean? Like I just, I don't crash I don't get moody. I don't have cravings for food. You know, even though like before I used to like live for fucking sugar or salty shit, you know, like, you know, it's a, and the worst thing that I do now, you know, like the only way that I sort of probably break the diet in a sense is that I still drink a bit of alcohol here and there, but whether it's wine, if it's anything, it's like sugar free or yeah. And that's here and there, but you know, this is what's working for me. So I'm going with it. And what I've started noticing as well, and obviously I started dropping quite a bit of weight as well. So that was a byproduct of that. As I said, that was never the number one goal. It was about the way that I felt, but it has just been a byproduct. And to put it in perspective, when I've tried to lose weight in the past, it's like I would lose maybe one or two kilos and then whatever I was doing would stop working. And this included being on Duramine you know, going to such extremes as having to take medication that's just basically like legal speed to help you to lose weight. It wasn't even working. That's how ridiculous it was and just made me wired and fucked with my head, you know. So, you know, and now it's like as well, like, and I can't even talk to you about like mental clarity, you know, the mental clarity that I have is just unbelievable. Like my brain is switched on all the time and it's just amazing, you know, like it's, it's incredible. Like, and I don't 
I don't know if I've ever felt like this in my life either, right? Like ever. Like I'm like, oh, I feel like 15 year old me again, but I don't even know if I felt like that at 15. Like it's just, you know, like I just, I feel the best that I've probably ever felt in my life. And so what I noticed though in dancing is that I took on an additional dance class, which was called r And what it is, is that it does quite a lot of floor work in this dance, you know, from squatting down to getting up to squatting down to getting up to also kneeling on the ground and moving around and stuff like that as well. So for me, kneeling on the ground has been something that I have not been, I still can't do it one knee, don't get me wrong, but it's been something that I haven't been able to do since, I don't know, forever, since before netball, <laughs> put it that way, my knees are destroyed from netball. And all of a sudden, here I am being able to get up, get down, get up, get down, get up, get down, multiple times in a training. And I'm getting down on my knees and I'm doing the floor work. And and I'm okay. Where before I couldn't do that, my knees would be fucked, right? They would, my knee joints would be just, bleh, they would just blow out. And I'm like, hang on, what's going on here? Because this is new. This is new and I'm pulling up and I'm feeling really, really good. So... I'm thinking, oh, okay, maybe, you know, and this is why I got onto that diet in the first place was about the inflammation is that maybe it is fixing my body and the issues that I had wrong with it when I had to quit wrestling. So, of course, that sort of puts into my mind of, hmm, 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 maybe, maybe. And, you know, and now I have, <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry as I stretch there, because I, <laughs> I don't know, I'm like, do I want to say this part or I don't want to say this part? So now that has me thinking about, hmm, maybe I can get back what it is that I lost. And this is what I'm talking about with those full circle moments, is what I mean. Like, here I am again in a position where life has come full circle again. You know, here I am back to, the, you know, back to that, back to where I was, you know, and mentally, like in the game, man, like just, there's not a room for doubt. There's not a room for, I can't do this. This is like, I'm doing this and I'm making it fucking happen. That's where I am mentally. Like it is incredible. So this is what I mean. Like, so life really, really has a funny way of coming back full circle and you know, and, and if you feel like there is something in your life where you, that ended in a way that you didn't want to end it, you know, don't count it out yet. You know, like, don't count it out, you know, and that's what I'm saying, you know, like, even when I've said with the people that are coming back in my lives, all those situations and stuff like that, and, you know, dealing with my friend's death next week, you know, like, this, these are things that are, you know, 20 years old, 10 years old, 15 years old, you know what I mean, five years old. And now they're coming back for that closure or for whatever it is that it is. It's coming to that full circle moment. And life has a funny way of doing that. And, you know, same with wrestling. You know, I hung up my boots three years ago. There's no way I thought that I was ever coming back after three years. Ever. Didn't even think it would be a possibility. You know, like, so just, I don't know. Just let life do its thing. Let life have that full circle moment. Just remember sometimes you need to learn the lesson again or sometimes when you think something's over, it's not over yet. Don't count it out. Don't try and force it. Don't try and, 
just let life fucking surprise you sometimes, you know, let the universe give you a nice fucking pleasant surprise. And maybe sometimes that, you know, maybe it's not as pleasant, you know, maybe it's having to talk about shit from five years ago, which is not fun and getting some fucking closure on it. But you know what the surprise is after that is how peaceful and good you feel after that. Let it happen. You know, like let it happen. Whatever it is bringing into your life, allow it, live it, learn it. And don't just think because one door is closed that it won't fucking reopen. All right, don't count yourself out just yet. All right, my beautiful queens, I love you. I will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for supporting the Kiss My Crown podcast. Now, if you want to keep in touch or up to date with all things Queen Creations, make sure you head over to the website of www.queencreationsdesign.com. It is your one-stop shop for everything to do with Queen Creations.